Hey guys, and welcome back to The Peach Hour with Paris and Bella. Now, in today's episode, we have a really exciting guest, and he kind of needs no introduction at all. <laughs> Everyone knows the man. Yeah. And who is he, Bella? Jamie Skiffin. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, thanks for the intro, guys. Kind of a big deal, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, today we're touching on a couple of topics. First one being mental health, especially with men, um, mentality, and also some juice questions. Yeah, and just um, the value of reaching out for help and, you know, talking about mm. um, your feelings and being a bit vulnerable because obviously that can be a bit scary. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think about that and Jamie, like reaching out and being vulnerable? Especially being a guy, it's one of those things I think it's quite a confronting thing for someone to, I guess, one, be conscious of the fact that they're mm. struggling or like they're not happy in themselves. So, um I guess you got to have a bit of self accountability and like be in tune with yourself enough to know, all right, like I'm having like five bad days out of seven bad days, like something's kind of got to yeah. change. So, um, and then I guess knowing that something's got to change and knowing that you're struggling and then making that jump to yeah. actually message one of your friends and being mm. comfortable enough. Cause it's quite a confronting thing. Like messaging someone being like, I'm really not okay yeah. right now. So I mean that your support. Yeah, do you exactly. think it's so uncomfortable for some men because there's that stigma like men don't talk about their emotions like toughen yeah. up men don't yeah. cry yeah it's exactly that it's a it's that the toughen up like harden up kind of yeah. attitude yeah. mentality which is i guess quite an old school mentality and like again I, I get it as well like you want to be viewed as i guess a leader you, the, yeah. the whole man of the house kind of thing so um exactly but at the yeah. same time there is like I think it takes a lot for a person to actually like reach out and say yeah. that you're struggling because like mm. I'd rather one of my friends message me saying that like they're struggling, sit down, help them out with shit than be fucking sitting there at their funeral in like yeah. a, a year's time or something like that, which yeah. does sound quite extreme, but like if you don't deal with it, that's yeah. what it can eventually lead yeah. to. So No, it is. Like if you're suffering in silence, you're the only one that's really suffering. Yeah, exactly. And there's only so much that someone can help you with. Yeah, 100%. But it's actually attractive for, you know, someone to actually talk about their feelings, how they feel. And yeah, like do guys actually sit down and talk about how they feel? Do you believe it's hard for people to open up? Or it like, it is you? to an extent. Like I've had quite a few, and it, it's a it's a hard thing to kind of, I guess, how do you approach someone that, or how do you deal with someone mm. who messages messages you saying like I'm really struggling right yeah. now? Like there's yeah. no right or wrong way to. I guess go about that so yeah. like I've had something similar one of my best mates had a friend pass away mm -hmm. um probably like a week or two after that he messaged like three of us saying like I'm not yeah. okay right now yeah. like, mm. like literally I think that was it I'm not okay yeah. so yeah um and like I said there's no right or wrong way to deal with that mm. like you message him and like say like okay can I help like yeah. it's it, yeah. like like I said, the, what, what I did, like, was literally went over there, spent some time with yeah. him, like, did some things to help him take his mind off it. You're never going to fix it in one day, yeah. but it's those, that positive momentum, doing things that make him feel good about themselves, mm. stuff to take their mind off of it. Mm. Um, Keep just, him busy. Yeah, yeah. One, one foot in front of the other, like, one step yeah. in the right direction. So I think that's yeah. the best way of going about it. But like I said, there's no right or wrong way to deal with it, as yeah. long as you're there for that person as a friend. and. So even little things, like even if you suspect someone's having a shitty day, just mm. ask them like how they're doing, like mm. little things. Like, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone can seem like, you know, they're doing well, they're really happy, they come across really positive, yeah. but 
they could be struggling on the on the inside yeah like you just have no idea they could be putting on a mask yeah. and i feel like we've all had those days you know yeah 100 but even that the, that whole like are you okay kind of thing even mm. that sentence there is quite confronting because you hear that and straight away you're like oh, fuck this person's like asking am i okay and they put up a front yeah. so like keeping this casual as simple as it is like how are you doing like how's yeah. how's work how's training yeah. how's this how's yeah. that like just something to get them to like open up because if you straight up ask someone like are you okay those walls yeah. go up straight away so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah even yeah i have a few family members who struggle with mental health yeah. and the first thing because i go to quite a lot of um like organizations because it can be really hard you just don't know what to do yeah. like, you know someone is suffering but what do you do from there? Yeah, exactly. And they, the first thing they said to me was, Paris, you can't fix them. You need yeah. to know that you cannot fix them. All they want to be is seen and heard. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's all I did. I was like, look, I'm here. Tell me what you want. Like, yeah. tell me anything. And like you can help them, but they simply need to implement that in their life yeah. and almost not fix themselves, but they need yeah. to do it themselves yeah, with exactly. your help. It's the same as when someone goes through like a like someone goes through like a breakup after mm. like a long-term relationship yeah. as well like mm. you just want to be around like yeah. people to like forget about all the mm. shit that you're thinking and you're going through and all that kind of stuff you want good people around mm. you it's exactly yeah. the same when you're struggling in these yeah. kind of situations so mm. and that's the thing people are going to push people away they're not going to spend time with people mm. if they're struggling they're unhappy with themselves mm. it spirals quite quickly so that's when it is on you to be a good friend and like force them to fucking come to the gym go watch the footy like come, we'll sit there watching the movie. anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. just anything yeah. that's going to get them proactive out of the yeah. house because um again when you're struggling like with your own mental health you don't want to leave bed half the fucking time yeah. like you just want to sit in bed like and there's no way to explain it like and it's really hard for people struggling with that kind of stuff because how do you tell someone what's going through your head when you've got no idea what the yeah. fuck's going through your head yourself yeah. Yeah. so That's like i said point. it's just getting people out of the house getting them proactive yeah. like one Feel step yeah exactly yeah. and that's yeah. how everything works in life business training everything you start from step one put one foot in front of the other and just get that momentum right yeah yeah so, keep moving forward exactly don't yeah. stop exactly yeah, so when you have, so have you had like a bad mental health day? The Probably the worst that I can think of my mental health has been, I had back surgery in 2019, but pretty much in 10 months leading up to that, I essentially blew out one of the discs in my back, like oh, wow. didn't just herniate it, like completely blew the thing in half and it was crushing the, crushing the sciatic nerve in my leg. So anyone who, yeah, it was really, really bad. So like... I've had pec surgery before, so I wanted to do everything to avoid surgery. You want to try and fix it yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not big on taking, like, anti-inflammatories or medicine yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So, had a crack at doing it myself, um, rehabbing it myself. I was seeing, like, two chiros a week, physio a week, getting acupuncture mm -hmm. done. Like, mm -hmm. I was spending, like, 600 bucks a week, which didn't phase me because yeah. I was trying to get it fixed. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it just starts to drain you after quite a while. Like, I was in constant pain. Like, mm -hmm. I couldn't sit still. Like, I couldn't sit down like this right now like yeah. i would look like an absolute crackhead like moving around in my seat all the time i couldn't stand up or anything like and yeah, yeah. it just got progressively worse and worse yeah. and i've got a really good pain tolerance but like once i got to like 11 months mm -hmm. i said to my mom as well i remember having a conversation with her in the like in the um kitchen at her house i was like i can't do this anymore yeah i was like that's when you know like, no no like yeah. i said to her i was yeah. like i can't do this i was like no two weeks this i'm gonna fucking kill myself like yeah. that's yeah. how fucking bad it was yeah. like couldn't sleep had to quit my job, couldn't drive anywhere, couldn't train. I think I smashed three phones at the gym because I couldn't train. I tried to like Just had a so shake in my hand as well. Yeah. Could have smashed the shaker, but smashed the thousand dollar phone. Especially instead, that helps so. you like mentally too. You know, going yeah. to the gym and then taking that taken away from you, it's like, well, what do you do? Yeah, that's that's yeah. probably the darkest time that I can remember because, like I said, couldn't sleep, couldn't walk my yeah. like brand new puppy as well. Like, couldn't work, could not do yeah. absolutely anything. Yeah. So, like, when your whole life revolves around 
being training and fit yeah. and active and yeah. like your identity is as a bodybuilder and you have that taken away. Yeah. Like yeah. I just watched my body atrophy in front of me. I couldn't train, couldn't do anything. So, mm. um, and like I said, it's not as if like there was days where like I didn't want to get out of bed. Like yeah. I physically could not get yeah. out of bed. So like yeah. that drained the absolute fuck out of me. So yeah. yeah, towards the end of it, that was like, I was like, no, this is it. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, this so, is my time. <laughs> yeah. Was it hard, like, reaching out to your mum, like, saying that? Like, I yeah, can't do it. It was a pretty confronting conversation because, like, I've lost a parent to suicide as it is anyway. So when oh, I was probably wow. about seven years old, my dad killed himself. So, like, I've dealt with all that kind of stuff yeah. before. And, like, it can go one or two ways as well. Um, like... My sister and, like, some of my other family, like, my mum was obviously really negatively affected by that. Yeah. I look at it as, like, well, someone's obviously in pain. Like, they don't want to be yeah. here anymore kind yeah. of thing. So, like, yeah. you'd rather someone... I try and look at it, like, from a more positive point of view. Yeah, yeah, so, like, if someone's in that much pain, they're really yeah. that unhappy with yeah. their life. Like, That's I'm not going to hold yeah. it against them kind of thing. But yeah. at the same time as well, like... There's so many things that could have been done to prevent that from happening. Mm. So I'm not someone that looks back on the past and I'm like, well, what if this and this and this and this was done differently? Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, having – obviously, she's mm. dealt with that and then hearing yeah. that from me, that's yeah. a pretty confronting thing to, like, hear from a parent's point of view. Because so. that's, that's a young age for, you know, a kid to go through. Did you did that affect you later on in life? It hasn't really affected me because I'm of the – like, I look at it at the point of view. It doesn't really yeah. matter how it yeah. happens, like, whether yeah. it's, like – Car accident, like helicopter crash, like yeah. they take their own life. Yeah. They're gone either way, yeah. so it's not going to affect like anything in my life. Yeah, because they say you should never say they committed suicide because yeah. they didn't actually commit a crime, but yeah. that they chose to do that. Exactly. Yeah. So and then again, being at a really young age, obviously, mum kind of kept that from us because the kid's yeah. not going to really. How do you say that to like a seven-year-old so kind yeah, of thing? So hard. yeah. So yeah. Um, but like I said, like that's not something that I hold yeah. with me like it doesn't affect me in day-to-day -day life at the end of the day they're yeah. not here regardless mm. but i know there's a lot of it. like a lot of my other family members like they struggle talking about it like yeah. obviously it's something quite big yeah. happening so um yeah like i said I've, I've been around and dealt with and seen the worst of that kind of stuff as mm. well so yeah. um yeah i think it's good i guess the stigma or breaking the stigma around like men reaching out and talking yeah. about their mental health because when you yeah. reach out you're actually breeding vulnerability yeah. Yeah. so if you keep like reaching out, being vulnerable, being vulnerable, that's going to keep breeding and other people are going to be vulnerable. Yeah. Well, that's half the reason I wanted to come on here today because, again, I'm, I know who I am in the industry. I know yeah. like what I do in the industry as well. Yeah. I've got a lot of young guys who look up to me for advice as well. And it's all good to set a good standard in the gym, what you do in your nutrition. But my whole thing, this prep has been set the standard. And that's not just what I do in the gym. That's yeah. how you carry yourself. That's yeah. what you do out of the yes. gym. That's Mentality. how you treat other people. Um, like it's all good to say you want to be the best version of yourself, but if you're mm -hmm. just talking about your physique, that's not being the best version yeah. of yourself. You want to yeah. be the best version of yourself in every single aspect Aspects. of life. Yeah. It's got to translate to everything. So, yeah. um, so you're kind of having like a pro mentality because yeah. obviously you want to go pro. Yeah. So do you believe in like that pro mentality or so, do you think? Like, I like the whole like Bumstead thing, that whole championship <laughs> yeah. mentality, yeah. but like, um, Again, I've grown up obviously without a father. So, like, I've had to, yeah. like, kind of, like, pick and choose what kind of people that like. I didn't have anyone set an example for me. So, yeah. like, I've learned mentality from, like, watching Phil Heath and, like, people like yeah. Kobe. Like, yeah. I was always attracted and, like, resonated towards those elite sports yeah. people. So, yeah. I guess that's what I built my mindset from. But the whole, I guess, me trying to be the best person that I possibly can yeah. be is looking up to someone like LeBron and how much someone yeah. who has that position of power and how much he does for the community. Like, I'm big on, like, if you're in a position to do something good for someone, mm -hmm. like, 
always do it. So yeah. like every time I'm in Melbourne, if I go to the shops or anything, obviously there's a lot of homeless people around. I always mm-hmm. stop and like offer someone a coffee, yeah. like offer to buy someone like breakfast, little things like that. Yeah. So like that's going to cost me what, like $7 and like maybe yeah. 10 minutes of my time. You've made that in person's entire week. And like we were talking about the yeah. whole mental health thing yeah. as well. That person could be having the fucking worst day of their fucking life. They're done. That's their last fucking day. You do that one nice thing for someone, changes the whole complexion. I love that. Yeah. So how are you going? Because you're in prep at the moment. Yep. Yeah. How are you feeling? How are you going with that? Yeah, good. Like, I love this stuff. Like, I'm an ex-athlete. So, like, I, the whole mindset, the whole um, consistency, like, discipline factor, like, I absolutely love doing this. So... And I love the idea that I can motivate other people to, I guess, push their training and nutrition. Mm. I'm big on, like I said, like with helping people as well. The one thing that I kind of promised myself when I first got into this, if I ever actually made something of it, was I'd get back to every single person who messages me with a question. So, Mm. um, yeah, I love the idea that I, I guess, have this platform that I can educate and help people on now. Mm. So it's not just all about me. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, my number one goal is me taking this as far as I can. But if you can have a positive influence and impact on other people along the way, then Mm. it's your duty to do that. So, Mm. yeah, it's been good. So what's your current goal? Like you obviously want to turn pro. Yeah. So the goal has been to go pro in classic physique since I first did it four years ago. Yeah. Um, a little bit older and wiser now. I didn't think I was too far off, I guess, going pro last time around and then mm. shit kind of hit the fan in the last couple of weeks of prep. And now that I look back at it, I was fucking miles off going pro. Yeah. So, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, but, um, yeah, I guess, like I said, older and wiser this time mm. around. I don't think I'm too far off going pro this time around. So yeah. I've got about eight weeks to pull everything together. Um, eight, for, eight weeks out. Yeah, it's wow. eight weeks until the state show and then. Um, just under 12 weeks until the pro qualifier. So yeah. this is probably the best position I've been in from a physical point of view and I guess a mental point of view as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's one of those things that I've just kind of removed all emotion from this prep as mm-hmm. I guess probably unhealthy as that sounds. But like... Sometimes you have to. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you remove all emotion from it, you're not going to have like your days where like you go in the gym, you pose and you look like shit and you crack the shit. So yeah. you want to pull the pin on prep. Like I've got boxes to tick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. As, as cliche as it sounds, it is that whole trust the process yeah. thing. So yeah. you really um, do have to trust the process. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I went and posed yesterday after having like a shitty day on the weekend and being sick. And like, I think I was like three kilos up with water retention as well. If that was me last time around in prep, yeah. like I would have yeah, gone, yeah, well, gone and jumped. I would have gone and jumped in the sauna for like three hours, yeah. flushed all that water out. But, but hey, bro, I'm having a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, and that's why I guess you got to keep that that end goal in mind. And again, like I said, not be re- emotionally reactive to everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, amazing. So how long have you been in the industry for? So when? So is this your third bodybuilding show? Or? Oh god, uh, fourth. It's my second yeah, time doing classic physique. Yeah. Uh, I did men's physique back in the day with the cute little board shorts on. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's all yeah. there was back then. Oh, so, yeah. like, yeah. 2014, 2015, when I competed, there was just men's physique. It was yeah. men's physique or bodybuilding. And I sure as fuck wasn't big enough, big enough to do bodybuilding <laughs> back then. So, yeah. 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 So, then classic came about, and mm. I was like, well, this is perfect for, like, what I want to do kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've done one classic show, which is in 2018. And then, like I said, did the... Back injury, after the back injury, it kind of gave me a, I guess, a new perspective on just yeah, appreciating yeah. general movement. So not just bodybuilding, but actually being able to like run, walk, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. went back to playing footy for two years while I was over in Melbourne and then COVID happened. Yeah. So that 
ruined football mm-hmm. season. So I was like, well, back to bodybuilding we go. And yeah, yeah. here we are now. Amazing. So you know how when you said that you, you had your injury yep. and like everything was taken away from you, did that kind of give you perspective that you need to have something outside of bodybuilding? Mm. To an extent, I mean? like I'd done two, I've done two pretty solid injuries. Like I tore the pack when yeah. I was 21 and my entire world revolved around bodybuilding yeah. then. Um, the back injury was a different one because like with the pack injury, I was like, all right, surgery, rehab, get yeah. it better, back in the gym yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like you've got six months to do it. Yeah, back injury, especially when it's a nerve injury. Um, like I said, I couldn't walk. I couldn't yeah. really sit still. Yeah. I, it would look like an absolute spastic half the time like some like cracky yeah fucking like move around in my seat all the time i couldn't sit still so um like i said if anything it gave me a yeah i guess it did like it gave me a a new perspective and a new appreciation for just being able to like move like go shoot the basketball with your friends go kick the football take the dog to the beach like so after that um yeah, I moved over to Melbourne and then just went out and kicked the footy one day. I didn't kick the footy since I was probably like 18 years old mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, probably put on about 22 kilos of muscle since the last time mm-hmm. I played footy or something like that. And when I kicked the footy, I was like, I'm still pretty fucking good at this. <laughs> went back and kicked the footy again. I was like, no, I reckon I could still play. And then, yeah, like I said, because I hadn't been able to do anything yeah. for almost like 11 months and been so restricted and then yeah, I had the ability to move again, mm-hmm. like I played yeah. footy, could run around, could still yeah. jump, like... Um, yeah, I went back to playing football and not only that, bodybuilding is such an isolated sport. Like yeah. I know people will always highlight, oh, you got the team around you. It's a selfish sport. Like it is about you. Number yeah. one priority is you. And that's yeah. why we love it. And anyone that says otherwise is fucking lying. That's yeah. like, very true. Actually. Um, so true. You're the yeah. center of attention. Like you're the main character in your fucking story. Mm-hmm. Like team, you're playing your role. Like even if you are the star player yeah. and you're the best player on the team, like you still have a role to play. Yeah. Bodybuilding. You are the one person on the team. Everything rotates around you. You can blame it on your coach. You can blame it on other shit as much as possible. You're the one that does the work (laughs) at the end of the day. So um, I think it was good for me to, I guess, have, like I said, uh, because I did obviously struggle quite a lot going through that injury and it just drained the absolute fucking life out of me. Going back to playing a team sport, it's very... So human connection and like that yeah. human, like even like interaction that you've like got, community. like, yeah, yeah, like you're running yeah. around with like 40 of like your mates, yeah. like kicking the footy, like you're fucking talking shit, like having fun, mm. like it's active, yeah, but like, stage. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I mean, like competing is fun to an extent because like mm. you get to, like, you can train with your friends and stuff yeah. during the week, yeah. Yeah. like that's fun. But like when it comes down to a game day, that is all about you. It's game day for sport. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you don't play as a team, you don't fucking win. Yeah, so um, yeah, it was really good to go back to that. And then um, like I said, after I played one year and then went the second year to go and play mm-hmm. Div 1 in Melbourne, which is like quite a high league. Cause I was yeah. like, all right, let's see how mm-hmm. far we can actually, mm-hmm. anything I do, I need to see like yeah. the Half highest league. level yeah. I can take it <laughs> to. Really yeah, yeah. So I went out at the VAFA team and which is a, uh, yeah, did one Melbourne team. And there was like 14 VFL listed players, like a couple of ex-AFL players on the list as well. So like it was a high standard. Yeah, and yeah, did a full preseason with them. Like it was kind of hard getting my weight down. Like body just did not want to drop any weight yeah. whatsoever as it's doing right now. Um, oh, really? Yeah, weight doesn't want to come down right now. But, but he likes are being you big. Leaner I'm getting leaner and I'm getting stronger as well. But um, so yeah, unfortunately weight doesn't want to budge too much right now. So we're getting leaner, but like my weight is still quite high. But like I said, we're still... Uh, Eight or so weeks out, we've got plenty of food and plenty of cardio that we can yeah. crank up and food that we can pull. So, at least, like, do you believe like stress plays a massive part in like? Because I know when in my mini cart and everything, when I was stressed at work, mm-hmm. my weight 
was so stubborn. Yeah, like, when your cortisol goes up, cortisol yeah. is the most catabolic hormone there is. So like yeah. the you, got, you guys playing at home, the highest time, the times your cortisol is at the highest is when you wake up and immediately post-training. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. when you wake up, because you've been asleep for eight hours. So like it's mm-hmm. stressful for your body to go from that to like up moving, doing stuff. So and There's me like pumping my body with fat burner, like 200 <laughs> milligrams. <laughs> 200 milligrams is a sleep formula for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, nah, eight weeks out, I'm not having that much caffeine. Ask me again in four weeks. Oh my I have God. a drip of envy in my arm. Yeah. But, um, You're like one gram a day. Yeah. Like stress does play a big role, especially in, like I said, like water retention. Like, yes, so if yeah. you have a day where you like have a fight with your partner or you stress out, you have a shit day at work, yeah. you oppose the next day after mm. a shit sleep, you look watery, again, messes with your head. But if yeah. you understand why you're looking like you are yeah. then again it's that whole tick boxes trust the process yeah. kind of thing but and um, educating yourself too yeah. 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 yeah no stress doesn't really play a role for me i don't really stress about anything so i'm pretty good from that point i was of gonna view. say like what stress coping do you use like emotional or like mm. Don't stress, don't stress. Oh my god, I'm the biggest stress head. You're girls, you're supposed to stress. That's how it works. We're guys, we don't stress. I think if you understand a situation and you see perspective and you know, in any situation you can change it or you can do something about that, you learn to not stress about it. Like if you can't change it, don't stress about it. Mm. Like if you can change it, fucking change it. Yeah, yeah. Like um, Yeah, and that's one thing I've learned mm. to apply to everything in mm. life. Like like what we were talking about the other day on the phone, like I've had some shit go wrong in business. Mm. Okay, can I change it? No? All right, stick, deal with it, move forward, keep doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so moving on to that next subject. Yeah, yeah, the business. So yep. you've got vice versa. I yeah. do. Yes. So how long has that been around? I think we're almost at a year now. So oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, gone quick. Wow. It's gone quick. So, yeah. no, it's been good. It's been a big learning curve. Um I've had some really, really good support from a lot of companies as well. Like um, Massive Joe's has yeah. been absolutely awesome. Yeah. Like I've obviously got a good relationship with Joe. I've yeah. worked for Joe since like 2015. Yeah. So, um, you worked in store? And yeah. Then, so okay. I've run, one, two, I think I've run four of their stores now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've managed a lot of yeah. their stores now. So I'm picking, <laughs> yeah. up, picking up store manager roles like the Pokemon badges. It's good to know <laughs> that side of the business and then yeah. come up with like, I don't know, a sub brand because you know yeah. what happens behind the scenes, yeah. And yeah. like the and, chain of it. And I've been really lucky. Like a Joe is like phenomenal at what he yeah. does, like mm. work ethic wise, like business wise, mm. not only that, how he treats other people, yeah. like I've got more respect for Joe than any other person. Yeah. So has he been so, like your mentor kind of thing? Not really. Like I guess every, I've worked for a lot of different sub companies. Yeah. So I started at Muscleworks down at Glenelg working with Paul Hannell when I was 19 years old. Mm. So he saw me at a festival, I was fucking shredded off my lid at a festival and he was like, well, that dude working for my store. So, um, Bring in the customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that worked out nicely for me. I was working like 21 hours a week, getting paid 25 bucks or something. thought I was absolutely killing That's it good, life. Yeah. Bringing in like four, 500 bucks a yeah, week. Yeah, made a mum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So actually, mum said she was like, when you get a real job, I was like, ah. kind of- <laughs> I had a real job. Yeah. She probably still thinks that now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I worked for Muscleworks, which went awesome. So like, that was my first introduction into the supplement industry, went and worked for another company and that didn't actually work out as planned. So like I worked for the first company, everything went awesome. Yeah. When I worked for another company, that didn't go to plan. The way that they ran business and handled employees yeah. was absolutely awful. Uh-huh. Um, then went and worked for Massive Joe's when I was 21. And after going to three different companies, I started really paying attention to how different people did different things yes. in business. So um, who else have I worked for? I worked for a nutrition warehouse as well. Um, 
and again, they run business absolutely phenomenally. So, like, do they sell your brand? No, they don't. I've been okay. trying to push it into too many sub stores. Okay. Like, yeah. a lot of like companies, your brand will get lost in amongst like everything yes, they do. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. Not only that, like, any one from like a supplement industry is going to hate me for saying this. Um, <laughs> most companies will make their own brand because the yeah. profit margins that you make from your own brand mm-hmm. are going to be about 60 percent higher than selling someone else's brand mm-hmm. and this is a problem with a lot of things in australia it's a whole tall, tall poppy syndrome it's your success is coming mm-hmm. out of my pocket kind of mindset so i've got companies that i've helped promote their products like when yeah. i wasn't with joe mm-hmm. push their products like mm-hmm. help them with mm-hmm. sales done all kinds of things come out with my own brand mm-hmm. hit them up to stock the product mm-hmm. and they're like yeah man sure flick us over an email and they don't fucking reply mm-hmm. So, like, you are another piece of competition, whether it is, yes. I don't view other companies like that. Like, I've got friends who've got supplement companies. If someone does something good, yeah. give credit where it's due. Yeah. So, like, one of my mates, Will, owns Probiotics, makes yeah. phenomenal supplements. I don't make a greens powder. Of course, I'm going to post this greens powder. Like, yeah. it makes a wicked protein yeah. powder. I'll post it's just that. that. You know, like that community. Yeah. But, like, there's enough success to go around for everyone. Yeah. Like, I think I saw this on your um, Instagram story. Yeah. 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 I'm and big on like, this kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 See, the I didn't know that happened though within businesses like i just didn't i've never worked for like a sub company or i don't have that experience i don't actually know it's a very australian thing because if you guys see like i shared something not too long ago which was there's two big brands in the Mm -hmm. states raw nutrition which is um, like chris bumps is a place of as well then obviously ghost nutrition yeah those two brands did a collab on a product and i shared that and i was like this would never fucking happen in australia because that's a very good point but like those two Everyone's br- in competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas over there, they're like, oh, we'll like win together kind of mentality. Yeah. Whereas over here, it's like, well, fucking if you're winning, I'm not winning kind of thing. Mm, and it's that's, smart to team together. You but know? I treat it the same as like the bodybuilding industry. Like if you're that fucking good, you should win no matter what. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter if you're training with other people and you're helping yeah. them. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a very fixed mentality over here. It's a very tall poppy syndrome mentality. Like, I mean, Instagram over here is a prime example. You go look how many people like get to see one of your photos that get yeah. posted and then you look how many people like it then you look how many people share yes, it that's so it. yes yeah it's that's just one uh, thing i've noticed recently even like when you shared my photo yesterday i was like oh like it's nice yeah, to see was... that support and i was like shocked because yeah. like yeah so people shocked. can like but it yeah, that's a very yeah, good Yeah, I love, like, just supporting other people. Girls and females are a lot more supportive than yeah. what guys are. Like, if you go through, and I love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, you go see a girl post a, like, gym photo or something yeah. like that, and yeah. there'll be 40 comments there and other girls, like, pumping them up. Yeah. Guys don't do that, and it's an ego thing. Is it? Yeah. That's why, like, when I train, I used to PT clients. Yeah. Love training female clients yeah. because they come to you because they want to learn, they yeah. want to listen, yeah. and yeah. they want, like, they're paying for your time. So, mm. they actually yeah. are, like, invested. Mm. A guy would rather go and fucking try and work something out on his own, fail for six months, and then yeah. drag his tail between his legs and come yeah. and ask you for advice. And it's an ego thing. Like I'm all ears. Like, if I can learn, like, I'm a sponge. Like, you learn yeah. off other people. You, but like, <laughs> you, know you can learn from absolutely everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've worked for all of these companies, like, yeah. in the supplement industry, which is how I've learned yeah. what to do, mm. what not to do, yeah. what works. I can put my own spin on things. So, like... Um, it's the same with training as well. Like I'm self-taught with absolutely everything that I do in training. Like yeah. I was 17 years old sitting there watching Jay Cutler and Phil Heath train yeah. on YouTube. I'd watch what they fucking did. Yeah. I'd go down, catch the bus up to Good Life, Mar- uh, Good Life Mitchum, go train yeah. at like 7.30 to 9.30. Had no idea what the fuck yeah. I was yeah. doing food or training wise. Watch Phil Heath eats chicken like five times a day. I'm like, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> chicken, greens and rice like five times a day. Like, so that's how you, you learn by doing. Yeah. So, yeah. 
um, yeah, you just got to put one foot in, one foot in front of the other, and then you just go from there. Even with businesses, like it doesn't take like with social media, yeah, like a like, a comment, like that's no money. Word of like mouth is people, huge. Yeah, too. it's yeah. not just like I'm very generous when it comes to like the the business that I've got. Like I'm probably mm. giving out like fuck, I reckon at least like 300, 400 tubs of products. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm giving out heaps of tubs of product yeah. because you want to get your brand out there. Yeah. You want people trying your stuff, yeah. and like even like. Most of my mates, like close friends of mine, I'll post something and I'll share it without having to like, whether it's like people have got this idea that you supporting your friend's brand is them selling it to you at cost price. No, you're supporting your friend's brands. You're fucking buying it at full price to support their brand. So mates rates are uh, like, no, no. Like mates rates is paying full price to support your friends so they can fucking like fund their life. So, yeah. That's, like, it's your job. Yeah. You know, it's your a lot of people are very yeah. self and Like, I've got some of my athletes are like, I need to, like, probably, like, cut from the team. Well, I've given probably, like, five or six, like, tart, and they're probably listening to this. So, if you know, you know who you are. So, um, I've got athletes, so I've given, like, five or six tubs of product and mm, not posted nothing. fucking once. Yeah. What's your requirement? So, for someone to become a vice versa athlete, what do you expect of them? I don't honestly, like, if you like the product, you're yep. going to post the product. You're mm-hmm. not going to stay on your ass and say, like, I need you to post, like, once every two weeks and yeah. you put this many stories mm-hmm. up and yeah. this and this and this. Like, yeah. Some brands do, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I know. But then it's very, it seems very forced. You want stuff to be authentic. Yes. Like, I've got a lot of females on the team, the brand, who are absolutely amazing. Yeah. You've got a couple of guys, like, Will and Kyle are absolutely amazing yeah. for the yeah. brand. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't have to ask them to do anything. Mm-hmm. They rep the brand. You should want to be part of the brand. Yeah, you shouldn't yes. just want to get yeah. free shit and yeah. then have to be asked to do stuff. Yeah, that's so, so like, yeah. if you don't want to, like, do anything, fucking go and get a yeah. 10% discount code at Stuff No Matter Muscle Works or whatever it is. Like, that's so, so true. Yeah. But, like, I say to our athletes as well, like, if you like another product, post yeah. another product. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's other brands out mm-hmm. there. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. just because, like, you wear Nike doesn't mean that you can't post, like, like Adidas. Adidas or like yeah. anything like that just because yeah. like so yeah. like there's other good things out there like yeah. you credit where credit's due yes but yeah. like and that's the other thing I see a lot of like people like if I made Vice I'd be like me just being like no no other supplements ever exist like there's good products out yeah. there like like I said Hopefully. Matt's my old coach who made who owns Raw Nutrition they make phenomenal products like mm-hmm. I'm going to give credit where credit's due like yeah. I use their products yeah. like I use their aminos I use their yeah. pump products yeah. like yeah. Don't get me wrong, I still go back to my pre-workout 90% yeah. of the time. Mm. But there's still other good products yeah. out there. And it's yeah. not going to – they're like success is not going to come out of my pocket for yeah. me promoting their yeah, brand. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So – Yeah, that's a good point. So what would be like a goal for you right now in terms of business? Like do you have a, a goal that you are trying to achieve or – We've got two new products coming out hopefully in the next six weeks. Probably been saying that for about six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it the sour one? No, so we're not doing the sour one. So we've got two. I haven't actually shown you guys this. They can't see this. Oh, you can't. So you guys who are listening can't see this. Um, (laughs) That's one of them. Oh, that's sick. Oh, that is cool. Is this like our first insight? Yeah. So if you guys playing at home, I won't give too much away. We've got two new flavors coming out. So one is going to be a pine lime splash. So it's like a splice kind of cocktail flavor. And then the other one is pear acai. So the beautiful thing about owning your own supplement company is you can do whatever flavors you want. So like I'm quite a creative person. So like I want to do something different that hasn't been done before. So that's why it's taken a while for these products to, I guess, come out because I'm very particular about like like i everyone who tried those the first time loved them and i was like 
That's not it. I was going to say, yeah. do you get your friends to try like the first samples? And to an see... extent, because, and that's the thing as well. Like I've got to make products not suited to my liking. It's going to be suited to like yeah. everyone's kind yeah, of yeah. like. So yeah. I know what makes a good product. It's about making stuff that's going to taste good and that a majority of people are going to like as uh, well. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. otherwise... Sony cut supplements these days is loaded full of like 400, 500 milligram of caffeine, which for like a 63 oh kilo like, like <laughs> chick is not going to need 400 milligram of caffeine. So, oh, runny. Yeah, I guess that's what I've done with the brand. It's kind of been something that when you like, you take a pre-workout because you want to feel more productive in the gym, mm-hmm. you want to feel good. That's why you Switch take a pre-workout. Yeah. You don't want to take a pre-workout feel like shit after an hour mm-hmm. and get home and need to take a nap because you're crashing from the pre-workout yeah, yeah. especially if you train in the morning so yeah yeah that was the idea behind i guess making the brand kind of like a lifestyle kind of brand i guess what in between what ghost and raw yeah. um yeah. yeah something that every single person can use that yeah. males can use that females can use if you yeah. play yeah. footy you can use it everyone <laughs> yeah literally like every She's single person it. can use yeah. so um, yeah, it's been fun so far. We've got two new, like I said, two new products coming out and two new flavors. So it's a new pre-workout to replace Notorious. Um, and then I think the next one we're going to do after that is going to be a cream of rice product. Oh, because oh. yes. that's pretty big right now because yeah. I'm an oat lover, but uh, a lot of, a lot of our, oats like, sit horribly friends. in your stomach. Really? Like, oh, yeah. I've never tried cream of rice. But <laughs> yeah, once yeah, you eat cream of rice, it. you'll never eat oats yeah. again. And the macros are better than... Um, it's just rice. It's blended rice. Like, don't you feel like so... Oh, I feel like nah, I'm just... people don't know until they stop having oats. They're yeah. like, this is how I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> Maybe oats, I'm go. eggs, yeah. avocado, all those, like, wreak havoc on your stomach. Really? Yeah, I speak from, like, personal experience. And nine times out of ten with clients... Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same. Mm. Well, maybe when you bring it out, that's when I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do the Subway cookie flavors. Yeah. So it's gonna be like white chocolate macadamia. What other oh, Subway God. flavors are there? Like chocolate chip cookie. Like we're gonna do like all the Subway cookie flavors. Ooh, because I think the Good Rice Curry did like a chocolate Easter egg or something. I was gonna give that a go. Don't buy it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's horrible. Okay. I don't like bashing other brands, but, <laughs> yeah. like, their products no, it's are on fucking it. Honestly, credit is due. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah. The, just the texture is just not... Honestly, the best cream of rice is just baby cereal. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, Nestle okay. infant cereal. So, I'm making I'm... games while some poor baby's going hungry. <laughs> Hit the angry mums in the comments section now. Thanks, Um So, yes, yeah, so obviously, yeah, starting your business. So, did you just have this idea and you just went like straight away? or? So, I touched on this a little bit on Joe's podcast. Initially, how the idea came about was there's a brand in Canada called HD Muscle who I was sponsored by mid-2020. Like, absolutely loved their products. Labeling was all right. And it was one of those things, like I said to you guys, like every business I've worked for, I've been like, I like that they do this, but I didn't like this. And like, you kind of like, it's that growth mindset of what you do differently kind of thing. They approached me about being a distributor for the brand in Australia. And I was like, yes, sick, that'd be fucking cool. And then approached all of that, spoke to a mate of mine about that. And he was like, why don't you just do your own brand? And I was like, Maybe a will. Nah, I was like, that'd be too hard. I was like, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, that's he was like, insane. He's like, man, he's like, I've got start? the contacts. He's like, just contact these guys. This. He's like, do you have a formula? I was like, oh, yeah, I can put together a formula. And I was like, no shit. I was like, this could be sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, the initial idea for the brand was like a Mexican kind of like theme to the brand. So almost like that Day of the Dead style thing. Oh, the problem with that is you're limited to exactly that. So that was, I guess, like one of the ideas that we we're floating around with at the start, but like, mm. how do you name it? Like, There's I'm probably so going to offend, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. offend someone <laughs> at some point, making a Mexican <laughs> brand as well. Um, <laughs> 
And then one day, what was I doing? I reckon I was watching an NBA game at home. Mm. And like, I'm a big Miami fan. Yeah. I love Miami. love the Lakers. But I didn't want to be too cliche and do like a mm. Lakers colorway for the whole brand. Yeah. yeah. But I like the whole pink and blue thing because it's a diverse thing, male and yeah. female. So um, I was trying to come up with a cool name for it. I remember seeing the Miami Heat jersey at the time, which was a split pink and like blue jersey. I was like, that's a sick jersey. I was like, that would look cool on a tub. Yeah. I was like, that would look cool on a tub. Yeah. Saved that, sent it to my graphic designer, mm. gave him the idea. I said I wanted like a certain number in there. I wanted the Miami Skyline, some yeah. Grand Theft Auto stuff. I wanted yeah. Infinity Stone in there. I was going to say, I got that vibe, like Grand Theft Auto yeah. type of vibe. Yeah, there's an Infinity mm. Stone in the front of the label yeah. too. Don't oh. sue me, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I don't think I noticed that. I did not yeah, notice. Yeah, there's a Power Stone in the front of it. You just yourself. Yeah. details. The new one's got oh. an NBA championship trophy in the front of it. Oh. So again, it's all stuff that... I like like yeah, that's me, cool. yeah. me like so it's me putting my own spin on it and the cool thing is that like other people like what like I've done and put together yeah. because they've got that emotional connection they work yeah. out where they've seen it before so yeah. it's been really really fun. like that's the highlight of it that's the fun stuff so yes. like it's been awesome making the brand from that point of view um the downside to I guess some of the business stuff that happens is the first batch of pre-workouts that we did notorious there was a manufacturing issue and probably after about six months when it hits summer um, because it's got glycerol in there, it started to clump. That wasn't too much of an issue at the start, but it just kept clumping more and more and more. Yeah. So the product itself is fine to use, but obviously you don't want to be selling a product brand new for yeah. $70. It's going to be clumping. Yeah. So that was about a $70,000 hit wow. when that it's happened. It's not your fault though, is it? No, it's no. not. But like I worked it out with the manufacturer after going back and forth for probably yeah. about five or six months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've, we've worked something out. We've got two new products coming yeah. out. We've taken out that ingredient that clumps. Um, replaced it with more stimulants and nootropics so you get yeah. even more energy and focus out of the new yeah. one so um and that's one of those things that you uh, can i change what's happened no fucking sucks like it's a pain yeah. in the ass yeah. it's put me back six months mm. but you deal with it and then you move forward from it. and that's exactly yeah. what we've done yeah. now so yeah. um yeah like i said it's one of those expensive lessons in business life not everything is going to go exactly how you plan mm. it but how you deal with it and move forward is all you can control yeah, so starting your own business, did you find it hard to like back yourself? Like, obviously, it can be. No, nah, I'm a very good nah, So you're like, person. yeah, I'm going yeah, for this. I'm a that's boring, good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just me, like, self belief. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't know whether that's. I've always been like that. Yeah. Like, since. Like, and it probably gets mixed as like arrogant sometimes, the whole self confidence thing. But like, I say to a lot of people, I'm like, if you don't like yourself or believe in yourself, how do you expect anyone else to? Anyone else. But I feel like you would work hard to, you know, have a strong mentality so that's where the confidence comes from yeah 100 you know, like, you're building on that yeah 100 yeah. percent. but like if you if you have that self-confidence mm. like you're not gonna i don't think twice about doing anything yeah. like it's yeah. all just right no, we're it. doing this like there's no overthinking yeah. there's yeah. no nothing it's just all right we're doing this and if you have the right people like around you they'll support you anyway yeah. so you should be like oh you know my friend's gonna support me you mm. should automatically have friends that will yeah 100 so, yeah. i mean my friends yeah. know what i like they yeah. know what i'm like they know what my mindset towards yeah. everything is as well so yeah. but it's not just that like you want to like, and I'm big on, like, I hold the people around me to a high standard as well. Mm. Like, I'll pull people up on their shit when they're not doing things well enough. And I'd expect mm. them to do the same thing to yeah. me. So, yeah. it's all good to be confident and be, like, full of energy and, like, all that kind of stuff. But you want to pump your friends up and bring them with you as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah That's again, a very good That point. leadership yeah. quality, like, that whole set the standard yeah. thing. Like, I, one of my things is, like, whether it's an athlete, like, a vice, like, yeah. someone I'm coaching, yeah. like, someone I'm giving advice, like, I want every single person in my life that I talk to or mm -hmm. I help to 
level up with me. Yes, like, yes I know I'm going to really be good point. and that's yeah. that confidence. My I know I'm going to be successful. Like I know I'm going to succeed in what I do. As yeah. arrogant as that mm. might sound to people listening, like yeah. I know like mm. what I can yeah. do. So like that's why I hold myself to that high standard. Yeah. Like I'm going to be successful yeah. regardless. Mm. So. A lot Have of people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's that whole like, so many people have got the mindset that like, oh, he's successful. That's going to come out of my pocket. I'm like, no, fuck no. I'm going to be successful. Together. So yeah. like, you can be successful yeah. too. Mm. Like, there are guys that I'm competing against in the same show. Like, one of my mates, Chris, um, really, really good poser mm. over in Melbourne. Yeah. So I trained over there a couple of weeks ago, yeah. um, and then trained with him on Saturday. We're going to be directly competing against each other. Yeah. Like, open classic physique. We'll be on stage, yeah. standing next to each yeah. other. Train together, pose together, like like gave me some tweaks on some stuff, yeah. like and that's how it should be. Yeah. It should be people working together. Like yeah. Yeah. you can work together towards the same goal. I don't yeah. have to dislike you just because we're doing the exactly. same thing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that real growth mindset. Yeah. But that like if you believe in yourself and you're gonna be successful, you're not gonna worry about what anyone else is doing. Yeah. I feel like yeah. some people wish they could do that. Yeah. Like they're kind of jealous. Like oh. they just need to do it themselves though. Like yeah, like they wish they had that confidence. But like it's not like I've always been like this. No, like I was yeah. like I've always been a confident person, but yeah. that's something that grows and grows and yeah. grows. And like realistically, like I haven't done shit. Like I've never like yeah. won an overall. I haven't won a show. I haven't like made a million dollars from business yeah, or yeah. anything like that yeah. so a lot of people will be like what do you have to be like so confident about mm-hmm. it's just a personality thing like it's uh i've built this over time it's yeah. that instilled confidence like even if i do fail okay yeah. you failed because you weren't good enough yeah. you're yeah. good enough by working so um yeah it's that growth mindset it's that i you can't fail if you yeah. don't give up so if yeah. you never give up you're not gonna fail exactly. exactly do you reckon like the gym has helped your mental health yeah massively yeah. massively gym is massive yeah um, it's a catch 22 because like, you don't like, you don't want to let the gym affect you in a negative way, but like in prep, like there's going to yeah. be days where like you either go to a posing session or you go into a training session, yeah. you have a shit, shit. session. <laughs> yeah. So you got to try and not let that ruin your day kind of thing. Yeah. And that's where like, I guess from last prep to this prep, I've grown quite a lot. Um, last prep, like everything revolved around the gym, whether it was yeah. this time I've learned how to just... Like when I'm at the gym, all right, you're locked into what you're doing there. Yeah. Once you leave, like, all right, you're kind not of being present like, in everything you do. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's yeah. something not I didn't have. Autopilot. Yeah, and that's something I didn't have a lot of balance with before, and it probably mm-hmm. negatively affected a lot of my relationships before. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's something I've worked on quite a bit this time. But at least you have recognized that, and you're, you know, working towards that every day. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. You got to be able to, you got to be accountable for your mm-hmm. own shit. Yeah. Like I wasn't accountable for my own shit four years ago when I prepped. Like it was yeah. like, oh, fucking like this went wrong because of this person, yeah. and this and this yeah. and this. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, no, I'm like you put all those people in that position, so that yeah. falls on you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you believe like social media has a like a big effect on like mental health or? I think it does for some people because like a lot of people are going to get discouraged if they post a photo that they think is, and that's happened to a lot of people. Like mm. if you post a photo or a video, you think you look absolutely unreal, you're super happy yeah. with how you look, yeah. and then you get eighty likes on a photo, <laughs> and you're expecting like two hundred and fifty likes. <laughs> The that's problem the wrong reason. it is, yeah. but like yeah, people yeah. let a number dictate their happiness yeah, so dramatically, insane. and it's exactly the same as when you weigh yourself and you're expecting to see a certain number and you see another number. It's, it's just a fucking number, mm. like, yeah. and it's easy to say it's just a number, like, but like I said, if you're posting, like me last prep, I used yeah. to post something, put my phone down, and go and like yeah. train people. Yeah, like, yeah, wasn't like fixated on like who was like commenting on it, like, yeah. like. Yeah. 
I was probably too locked in back then. Like, I'd have, like, 50 people comment on something. I would not write back to, like, one person yeah. just because I wasn't, like, looking whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether it is now, I make the effort. If someone's going to yeah. go out of their way to yeah. say something nice to you, like, yeah. at least Me say something fun. back. Yeah. yeah. Feed that good energy back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about self Yeah, I have friends who would delete their posts if they didn't, like, hit a certain number. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. don't let that dictate your happiness yeah. like your self-worth. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. They're posting it for the wrong reason. Though. It's seeking yeah. that almost but it's validation. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things, like I said, that, like... Like people our parents' age mm. could look at that and say, "Why do you like like, like yeah. a number on social yeah. media like dictate your happiness when like yeah. the number on the scales used to do the same thing for them?" Yeah, so, yeah that is a very good. Yeah, point. it's just modern technology. It's always been yeah. like that. Yeah. I reckon the biggest thing is like it's a highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Like even. <laughs> well, that's one thing that I really like about what you post because you're really big on keeping it real on social yeah. media and yeah. like showing like your authentic like self. Like mm. it's not. Not yeah. every day is going to be a fucking good day. No. You're going to have shit skin days. You're going to have shit training yes. days. You're going to yeah. have days where like, but that's what you people want to see. Like that's yeah. real. Yeah. Like I think there's a lot, not just that, that whole set the standard thing that I keep mm. referring back to, that is setting the standard. That is setting a good standard and a good thing for younger females to look yeah. up yeah. to. So yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the fact that you do that. Yeah, mm. I definitely, yeah, I want to keep doing it because I wish that was out when I was younger. Yeah. I used to, yeah, dictate my yeah. happiness. I'm like, oh my gosh, like everybody looks so perfect. Oh, look at their money. Look at their relationships. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's not realistic at all. Yeah. It's not just that the shit that people can do. What's that Facetune thing? Oh, um, like Photoshop. Oh, no. Photoshop. Do you know what Facetune is? Oh, is that when they remove like all their pimples? And, Bro, oh, I saw something on Instagram <laughs> shared about <laughs> what is it. This? Fuck all. Oh, that sounds guys. toxic. No, that like, be I've seen some, like, I won't name any names, but, like, I've yeah. seen people share it and then I've seen the before photo and I was oh, like, yeah. look at different people. Like, you can yeah. change the shape of your face, make yeah, your waist your smaller. Like, yeah. Yeah. That is so bad. It's I crazy. don't know if you could do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Topic mm. about the highlight reel. Even, though like, I get a lot of questions now saying, how do you honestly, you know, fit everything in your day, whether it's, like, nursing, mini cut, or, like, how do you look like that? But it's literally the hard work you put in behind the scenes that no one literally seen. Yeah. You know, like I literally am downstairs in my fucking hoodie doing my steps. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but like I, you need to do it yeah. to look like that. Yeah, it's literally 100%. the hard work. Yeah, I reckon that's like with bodybuilding because obviously it's kind of become a trend, like especially with girls, like bikini. Like Chicks go harder than guys do these days. Yeah. Like I love it. I think it's fucking sick. Yeah. Like you see I like so- you see so many girls in the gym. Like when I first started training, like, I was the only one of my friends that ever used to train when I was like 17, mm. like 16. And there was no girls in the gym. Girls yeah. used to go and like jump on the like treadmill. There wasn't yeah. steppers back then. No yeah. gyms had steppers in Australia. Whether it's now, like girls outnumber like guys in the gym like three to one. And they yeah, train fucking hard. They train too. love it. Yeah. Like, like dog mentality. Yeah, like, it's it's sick. But yeah, because it can be, like you said, like really lonely and affect like your social connection. Yeah. Mm. Um, did you experience any like body dysmorphia? Because I know like after my comp, once you reach the shape of your life, like anything less than that just doesn't feel the same. The hardest thing about competing is after the show. Yeah. Like mm, I've done that. four shows and I think I've reverse started successfully once. once. So yeah. we're going to make it twice this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, anyone like body dysmorphia, like to its like worst extent, mm. not really. Like don't get me wrong. Like the thing about what I do is there's no such thing as the perfect physique. Like yeah, yeah. Chris Bumster is probably true. the closest thing that you can get to the perfect physique. So like we'll Chris keep chasing that. <laughs> no, but like even like like if you told me 
when I was 18 years old, it would be 110 kilos like shredded. I'd be yeah. like, fuck, that's huge. I'm never getting that big. Yeah. 110 kilos shredded now, I'm like, yeah, I feel small. So, like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't say that in like a negative way. It's that I'm always looking. There's Striving always areas. There's yeah. always areas that you can improve on. Yeah. So, yeah. um, like, as long as you've got a positive mindset towards it, like, I get a lot of people, like, again, mm -hmm. like, I'm big to like the average human being. Like, I'm yeah. big to most people. Yeah. Whether it's like, like, uh, I wouldn't say I'm happy with my physique. Like, I'm happy mm. with the progress that we're making, but, like, there's always something that you can improve on. But so that's like, good, though. That's positive because you know you can do better. Yeah. You know? uh, I know I'm good, but I know how good I can be. That's the yeah. mindset yeah. behind yeah. it. So, yeah. um, and that's a growth mindset. Like, it's yeah. the same as, like, 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 look at someone like LeBron. Like, again, yes. like, you look at his game and everyone's like, game's perfect. But there's, mm. like, he's like, well, like, no, I need to work gym. on this, this, yeah. this, this. There's always things that you can work on. So yeah, as long as yeah. you've got... A healthy mindset mm. behind that yeah. um it's when you start fixating on scales and fixating yeah. on measurements and weighing yourself twice a day and that's mm. when you start to get like those, habits. Yeah, yeah yeah poor mental health habits yeah. yeah um so do you believe steroids take a toll on your body like whether that's physically or mentally yeah both 100 yeah. percent. um <clears throat> that's the thing that people don't understand <clears throat> with these drugs like all drugs are designed for you to like them so because mm. it's a performance enhancing drug it's not viewed like yeah. something like a methamphetamine or like right. a heroin or something like that yeah. but like all of these drugs are designed for you to like them and designed for them to be addictive mm. people can't pick up on that while they're doing it because you physically look healthy you yes. look fucking amazing like yeah. you're in the best shape of your mm. fucking life like yeah. people look at bodybuilders and they're like oh, like healthy is that dude he looks yeah. amazing yeah, yeah. when it's the complete fucking opposite right. so yeah. yeah like i said x like on the exterior healthy as fuck you yep. got no idea what's going on on the inside and that's why it's so important that people get blood work done like mm. understand what you're doing before you're doing it like yep. the amount of like dudes i get messaging me hey man i'm thinking of running this stack and it'll be fucking test train and something else mm. most people don't trend was designed for cattle for cattle, yeah, wasn't it for yeah, like horses? No, oh. for like cattle, like oh, to stop right. <clears throat> stop them from fucking losing weight. So like, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, so, yeah. I think that's the other thing as well. There's not enough education on these mm. things online, yeah. and especially in Australia, it's quite a taboo subject. Subject because like you can't go to you go to a doctor and yeah. ask for your bloods, yes. and they go, "Why do you need these things tested?" Yeah. That happened to me, right? So I went to the doctors, and he full blown questioned me, yeah. and he's like, "Why do you want it? Why does your coach want it?" And he's like, "Um, you you know, Medicare can only pay for half purely because you want it for the gym." And I'm like, "I want it to make sure I'm okay." Yeah, like not the, for the reason the that you that think. The fact that you so, get questioned like, asking to see your own blood results in Australia yeah. is probably one of the dumbest things yeah. I've ever heard. Literally, yeah. like stupid. So like. You're checking if there's any underlying issues, regardless yeah. of whether you're taking yeah. performance-enhancing drugs or not. It's worth getting your blood done if you're a natural athlete. See where yeah. everything's sitting. You might be deficient in iron, like your yeah. thyroid might be underactive. Yeah. And you get questioned why you want to get these things checked. Yeah. So what? In ten years' time, when you run into a prig, is like a health yeah. issue that you could have discovered ten years I before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, what about yeah. mentally? Does it affect you mentally? Not, uh, not really. Like I'm, I feel like, like, like I highlighted trend before. That's the reason I tell a lot of people not to take something like that is because yeah. that is one of the things that can fuck with people mentally. Okay, so right. yeah. your body does, like your body produces testosterone. Yeah. Like all the other things are molecules that are similar derivatives of what testosterone mm. does. They just have different side effects. So when I say okay. side effect, I don't necessarily mean negative side effect. Like 
one might make you hold water the other might make mm. you really dry and drop yeah. water or like so on and so forth so um yeah but i tell most people to avoid taking trend unless you're pre-contest like even then you don't necessarily need it that's the only time it should really be used because that is one of the things that does fuck with people's head but like hormones control so much of like your personality your energy your yeah. mood your recovery yeah and these people are going into a blind and going like yeah sick or stack this this and this and this together yeah they run that yeah. for 12 weeks they come off of everything so like you're putting synthetic testosterone in your body your body stops producing it naturally it's gonna crash. they come off of it your body doesn't just start producing yeah. that again yeah. like so you've gone from like a thousand percent testosterone to mm. fucking zero percent oh, testosterone libido, like, like i say this to people as well I might think about like when you get your doggy sex if you got a male mm. dog dog's gone from having testosterone all its life to like having zero testosterone they completely change how mm. they look changes how they act changes the energy changes yeah, like that, yeah mm. fucking cut off your boyfriend's nuts and <laughs> fucking run out of energy real quick uh, no sex drive no nothing because i heard with tren um <clears throat> it essentially like pushes all your magnesium out your body so you literally can't relax i've never heard that really? i don't know it could be true because i was doing i don't know i was kind of certain because i don't know much about any yeah. not that i would ever take trend as a female um but yeah <laughs> i was just yeah doing some research and i just didn't understand you know why trend is so bad and uh, yeah essentially i think it pushes out your magnesium so you can't yeah, that would make relax sense. um yeah it's one of those things where like i think if you've got and I say this, Deborah, if you've got pre-existing like trauma issues, mm -hmm. mental health issues, like you got a short fuse, you got a stressful job, do not take something like mm. trend or anything like that. Just because like for a lot of people, it can make you quite snappy. It yeah. can fuck with your sleep as well. You get yeah. trend sweats. Like there's, <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot of things that go on with it. So like I said, like when you're highlighting mm. all these cons versus a pro, like don't get me wrong, like the pro of it is does... It's very anti-catabolic, so yep. it kind of stops muscle wastage. Oh, okay. It's not super anabolic. It's not going to make you fucking grow or anything like yep. that, but mm. it's because it stops you from losing muscle. So guys take it. They get leaner. Mm. They get fucking veiny. Yeah. Puts your blood pressure through the fucking roof, so you get real fucking veiny. Oh, um, like yeah. I said, it's just one of those things where, like, anything done in moderation yeah. and, like, I guess, gauged well and, like, actually tracked with your bloods mm. and stuff, like... You're going to mitigate a lot of the risks and side effects, yeah. but like you can't really mitigate and reduce the risks of something that is yeah. that powerful. Yeah. Like it's not made for human consumption. Yeah. Like the trend is not designed for human consumption. Yeah. Testosterone. Yeah. Testosterone. <laughs> yeah. It is like Anavar, yeah. like, again, I'm not telling you guys to go and jump on this stuff, <laughs> but like Anavar, yeah. like they give to AIDS patients to boost their T cell counts. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you guys ever get the chance, there's a good documentary called Bigger, Stronger, Faster, and it just goes through, like... Yeah. yeah. So, it goes okay. through, like, all... Like, I think it's a... There's three brothers on there, like, yeah. OX Powerlifters, and mm -hmm. that. It's a, it's a pretty cool documentary. They just highlight some stuff, and they, I guess, break it down into less yeah. scientific terms. Like, just I wouldn't say... average person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. to explain it. So... Christ, I'll wish I later. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, are you worried about in the long run? or if Yes you and no. Healthy? I mean, like, once you start taking synthetic hormones, you got to, like, be conscious of, like, your bloods can be fucking perfect. Like, everything can be yeah. perfect. Like, I'm in my 20s now. Your bloods will be perfect in your 20s, your 30s, yeah. like, your 40s. You're going to run into some issues at some point. Mm, yeah. Like, whether your bloods are fine right now, like, you are making the conscious decision that you are mm -hmm. taking something that is going to damage your body in the long run. And that's what I don't think a lot of people understand. I understand that yeah. and I'm okay with that. So yeah. understand the risks. Yeah. That it's educating yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think like Seth Ferrosi is one of my 
favorite people in the industry mm. because of that because he's so raw and absolutely real yeah. with it um but yeah like you got to understand like if you're taking like performance enhancing and synthetic drugs like if you're taking any kind of drug you're going to have side effects from it whether it's now whether it's in six months whether it's in five years 10 years 20 years 30 yeah, years yeah. like it's going to come and bite you on the ass eventually but people need to hear that though that's why i love people that are raw and honest because it's yeah. like you need to hear the facts because like why sugarcoat it yeah there's yeah. people happen. out there taking it just for the sake of it yeah yeah, yeah. like don't get me wrong, like, if we were in America, like, you could go to the doctor if you were, like, in your, like, 20s or 30s and you could get prescribed TRT, which is just a testosterone replacement dosage. Mm -hmm. I read something the other day and it was, like, a 22-year-old male right now has the same, like, total or free testosterone levels as, like, a 60-year-old male in the 70s. Wow. Yeah. Which makes sense because they're all walking around looking like fucking machine guns. <laughs> yeah. Because they're yeah. everyone looks so much like, older than what they are. It's so hard. No, but like think about how skinny guys look now. Like they've got no testosterone. Like it sounds yeah. weird. Like and not taking stabs at anyone here, but like yeah. guys, like think about like a twenty-one-year-old like in the seventies. Think what your grandparents are like. Like those big fucking everyone like grandpa fucking hands. Like they've got those big working hands. Like yeah. think what they're gonna look like. How, like. Kids who are 21 now are going to look like when they're 60 or 70. Yeah, it's actually scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, so like, your risk. Yeah, but it's not like that's a food quality thing as well. Like the, yeah, the quality funny. of like nutrition is nowhere yeah. near what it was like 50, 60 mm. years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I said, when it comes to like performance enhancing drugs, like there's go, go watch Seth's page. Like yeah. Seth does better videos than anyone on it. Like, yeah. On like Instagram or Instagram, Facebook, yeah. YouTube, like okay. his yeah. videos are absolutely yeah, unreal. So Seth's the owner of Axe and Sledge. Oh, okay. You yeah. will not find anyone more real in the fitness industry. Like yeah. I'm I'm real when that motherfucker makes me makes look sense. like I'm a natty little crossfit. <laughs> <laughs> so. Amazing. Well, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day from having our podcast. That's all yeah. good. I really like what you guys are doing, speaking about mental health and again yeah. highlighting men's mental health. Like yeah. how you keep it so real on social media as well. So yeah. like I said, can, as cliche as it's gonna sound, continue to set the standard for all the males and females out oh, there. Thank yes. you. We just wanted to talk about some untouched subjects, keeping it yeah. raw and yeah, I think it's just yeah so important to reach out to your mates. Yeah, yeah. seriously, ask them are they okay? Find help. It's just yeah. little things, but like be a good fucking person. Like it's yeah. little things. Like mm -hmm. I'm big on if I ever see anyone leaving the gym, like hold the door for someone. Like again, I'm a big tattooed motherfucker. Like yeah. I'm intimidating to most people. If yeah. I make eye contact with someone, whether it's an old lady, like yeah. mom, like young dude, you smile at everyone. Like I do it in a supermarket yeah. every time that I see someone. Yeah. I always absolutely yeah. love it. Like yeah. again, yeah. that's yeah. someone who's like 60, 70 years old. Mm -hmm. Like walking around with their partner, they might be walking around on their own, smile at them, makes the whole day. And half the time they'll come up to you and have a chat with you as well. That's so nice. just spread, <laughs> spread positive vibes. It's a little thing. Yeah, like, it really honestly is. is a little thing. Yeah. Little things can make someone's day. So yeah, exactly. try and, and do something nice every so day. It's so easy to do. Yeah. So. Amazing. Well, yeah. thank you. Well, thank you. And hopefully we can have you on again. Because, yeah, it's been awesome. But you know the drill, guys. Stay, Stay peachy. peachy.